Hello, everyone. Before we begin our show, we just wanted to make a quick statement. We here at Galaxy Geeks have always meant for this channel to be a symbol of encouragement and a symbol of positivity. This past week has been a difficult time for many in the Schmodown, but especially for the women that set forward with statements of feeling hurt and manipulated. Our goal at Galaxy Geeks is for people to feel welcome and safe in this community. This past week's events have shown that we need to strive to work harder to make this community a safe space. We reiterate that we stand and support the women who have come forward with their stories and experiences. We admire their courage and bravery for stepping into the spotlight to highlight what was done to them. We know that for real change to occur, these hard conversations must be had, and we must come together as a community so these situations can never occur again. The Galaxy Geeks will continue to support women in whatever way we are able, and we love and appreciate you all. This space would be nothing without you and your courage. We hope that going forward, anyone who feels hurt can come forward, and if you need a safe space, the Galaxy Geeks will be here for you all. Thank you so much, and let's get into the show. Accompanied by their manager, Sam Hello, everybody, and welcome to Into the Smowdown Galaxy here on the Galaxy Geeks YouTube channel and the Galaxy Geeks podcast feed. We got to start pushing that more since we've got a big uptick in people listening to the podcast. And if you like what we talk about here on this show, give this video a like and subscribe to the channel. And if you like us on the podcast feed, please give us a five star review and comment on the video with your thoughts. You can also follow the Galaxy Geeks on Twitter at GalaxyGeeksEL, on Instagram at GalaxyGeeksEL, and on TikTok at GalaxyGeeksEL. And you can follow us on Twitch where Luke plays Pokemon at Galaxy Geeks Channel. I am your host, Aoi McKegg, and joining me as always, he is Luke Stuttered, and she is his wife, Audrey Stuttered. And we're not the only ones here today. No, we have a very special guest, a guest that we have really wanted to have on our show so much that we keep on forgetting to ask him to join our show. He is Chris Anthony Lopez, the co-founder of Spin From The Real. Oh, and he's you're muted. muted. And I'm muted. Of course I'm muted. There we go. <laughs> you see, thank you guys so much for inviting me on the show. Um, I mean, no hard feelings. I know I, I give you guys a lot of flack. For, for forgetting me, but no, nah, no hard feelings. Yeah, he's absolutely rock. It's it's just I'm just happy to be here. I'm happy yeah. to be. Here. And you We're don't give all. You. Yeah, you don't give all of us um, a lot of like. You mainly give it to me. Let's <laughs> Eli. Be we finally made it. We have a a spammer. Yeah, we did it. We I got, got a bots. In the chat. We got a bot. Hey, yo, there's a there's a spammer. Ooh, hello. We finally did it. Oh, um, by the way, we made for it. everyone who doesn't know, and I feel like it's good to say now because I think we have a pretty good cushion yes. at the moment. Yeah, we have been able to hit 
1,000 subscribers. Yes! Thanks to everyone here, not only for the people in the chat, but also for all the people that watch our reactions. Again, thank you so much. This is a goal that we didn't think we'd be able to hit in a year, and we've been able to do it. So thank you all so much for just for everything. I I don't know what else to say, honestly. Well, we got Schmo Matt. Let's go. Hello, uh, hello, fellow geeks from Ryan. What's up, Ryan? And Brian, Cal. Yeah, what's you, good? You know, you've monetized once you got Russian bots. Yep, we did it. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. Oh, I'm so happy. This, yeah, this was something I never thought we would get, and we got it. And so, yeah, I, I don't know what else to say about saying thank you to everyone for the 1,000 subscribers. Now our goal is for 2,000. That is the next go. Maybe we can do it in less than a year, but who knows? But we all know why we are here. We are here to discuss the Schmodown. And before we can even talk about any of the matches, there was a lot of news that came out. I think all of us were paying attention to the news. So I'm going to go over to the first topic. The first major news, Sam Levine came out with the usual suspects announcement, and he has officially retired and disbanded the usual suspects. So I want to start with our guest, Cal. What are your thoughts on Sam officially retiring? So upon first thoughts, seeing the video, watching it and everything, I'm like, well, that's a bummer because I think the usual suspects as a group, like last year, they surprised a lot of people. And I mean, just with the personalities they had behind it, some newer faces like Amaru and Luke Cage, and of course the established vets like Ethan and Liz Shannon Miller, they did a great job last season. And I just, I love seeing Sam around in the Schmodown. He's a great manager, a great person to just have behind the scenes. But my second thought mm -hmm. was that he'll be back, just not managing. I think Sam's going to come back at a later date and play again. Where, where when, how, I don't know. I I'm just guessing that Sam's days in the Schmodown aren't done yet, but this is a fun way to disband the suspects. A hundred percent. Yeah, I agree. Luke, what are your thoughts on Sam Levine saying no more? Well, Brian said uh, Sam is an early contender for the Yoey Awards. Uh, flicking real. I'd do anything to see Sam play at least once more. Also, remember when Chris used to come on our show? <laughs> I remember that too. You gotta ask me. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna invite myself on the shows unless it's Galaxy Geeks. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Suspect's only faction to go for the title in four divisions. That's uh, true. Nah, nah, nah. Hey, hey, hey. Hello. I, I will miss. <laughs> I think my thoughts. Um, first off, we'd have Jesse on our show, but we can't have Schmodown guests anymore. So, or well, yeah, we can. We just gotta go can. through people. So that Christian. will be fun. One day we're going to get Jesse on through a PR person, maybe. Look, You're look, my Jesse. hero, Jesse. <laughs> Jesse, look, our people will contact your people. And those people are me and your people are Schmodown, our actual yeah, professionals. Yeah, there we go. So that's how that <laughs> <Yeah>. works. <laughs> but no, um, I mean, honestly, I think you're going to see him back at Free For All. I think he'll come on for Free For All. And play. Oh, you think wow. that early? Yes. Think of it. It's only one match. I mean... He could come back for free-for-all. Everyone would go crazy. It would make free-for-all huge. And it's only one match. You don't have to spend that much time on it. 
and it's fun. It's not up for any points or anything. So I could see him coming back for that. Well, I was thinking the same as well, but he is planning a wedding. So that's that's going to take a lot of time. As you two, you you and Audrey know. Did I have to email Spin from the Rail and kick Chris on him? Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, that's how it works. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I mean, like, yeah, I mean, I could see it this year, and I thought about it as well. But again, I was just thinking his real personal life. Audrey, I know you don't know a lot about Sam, but what are your thoughts on Sam Levine retiring? I just got started. I feel like I'm running everyone off. <laughs> no, Audrey, no. don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it feels like, because when Luke was introducing me to the Schmodown, I watched Spectacular with them. Like before then, John Roca announced that he was retiring, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. Then I found out that Levine guy is leaving. I'm still learning everybody. And it's I'm okay. just like, everybody's leaving and I'm just getting into this. What the crap? <laughs> I mean, in your defense, there are a lot of people. And yeah. some of them are gonna, <laughs> gonna retire, they're gonna walk away, whatever. But they yeah, come back. I, they always come back. They always come back. So uh, you're not you running Audrey, anybody yeah. off. Don't say that. So, Check out Jesse's comment, Audrey. Oh, Oh, oh and yeah, Miss Jeff Snyder's retirement. That was a long time ago. That was a long, and that's a that's that wasn't a different even an announcement. Kind of that was just like, yeah. a, see you later. That was a Spe- tweet. Speaking <laughs> of someone who came back, um, I know this. We're going to talk about this much later, but what about Rachel Cushion being in the corruption video? Yeah, that was interesting. If if no one saw it, it was Emma and Rachel with Shannon doing Shannon's announcement of who her roster is going to be. And I, it was interesting to see like three of the most influential women of the Schmodown together. <laughs> Sam probably DM me to say it's all Audrey's fault. Guilty. No. Guilty. <laughs> Jesse, don't do that. Don't. Is it true? Is it true that you have it to get Skybound approval to have Schmodown guests on shows now, big time now? Yes. Uh, I, and I get it. I actually do. Let's let's uh, have a quick discussion on this just mm, to okay. bring this out. We have to, uh, in, to get a Schmodown guest, we have to get approval from Schmo- the Skybound PR themselves. And personally, I understand. I completely understand that. I think that's the smarter move. It makes it harder on us because we would, like Jesse, we would just message him, hey, Jesse, want to be on this week. But yeah. for, for the sake of the protection of the players for the protection of the product get it you've got to do things professional and i think it's the best route that they they need to go yeah it's it's it gonna be it's just inconvenient you know extra steps to to have people on our shows and stuff we don't know all the details ryan if we're being honest with you um the the facebook group is where this was first like put out there i think it's the yes. only place where it's been put out there and i think it was um, shared on twitter too i think it was shared word. Too. okay but if we don't know too much and um oh, yeah i don't yeah. know they'd even would want us to share how that would go about but yeah we don't I, know. I couldn't tell you even if i wanted to yeah all we know is that um they're gonna contact all of the after shows to um to get to get the info so yeah yeah well um yes you can come on a snackle sessy shift or shift it's simple just just shave and then that's his new character 
Have you have y'all seen Jesse? Jesse is a snack, all right. Like, <laughs> I, I've, I've just yeah. gone on record saying Jesse's hot. Does POV have to get approval from Skybound to have to have Molly Damon on special Ooh. guest star Molly Damon? I I don't know, Brian. I I, I don't know. <laughs> we don't. We can't answer those questions. I'll tell you this, Brian. Uh, it's been for real. Uh, they, they're gonna have to start paying me more than they typically do to have me on shows, which they don't pay me at all. I do it <laughs> for fun. Do any anyone really get paid for all this? I mean, Luke, you and I technically can get you, myself, and Audrey can technically get paid for doing this now because of one thousand subscribers. That's we're, so not, we're not approved yet. True, <laughs> I'm still yeah, it's for approval. Take a bit. <laughs> still. Oh yes. Okay. So uh, let's uh, go ahead and. Well, before before we move on to the next one, my next question was about, and we'll talk about Nikki later. But all the players of the usual suspects, what are your thoughts on where they could possibly go? Like you got Ethan, you got Liz, you got Amaru, Paige. Where could they be going now? Because they're just on the floor right now, waiting to get picked up. Um. Cal, you start. You start, and then I'll go after you. Sure. Um, Liz Shannon Miller, I know an offer was thrown out by mm-hmm. speaking of the Mercs. And like, there's been communication, there's been some chat. Uh, Brian in the chat points out a really popular choice on the Facebook group. And from what I've been seeing, uh, Amaru to swag makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I've been it's, thinking that as the well. The challenge of getting this and pan out the way that we're all expecting it to. Mm-hmm. Um, Apparently, Leo Logan also has lightning time going to Swag. I it's funny that like Swag's just like the default babyface faction. Yeah. At this point, because uh, like Liz is on the Merc system. No, it was just an offer. We don't. There, there was offer. nothing approved. So we'll see. If if I could see, because I'm trying to think of what Winston would do, honestly. Right. And it would be interesting to see if he only were to keep Paul. And then everyone else that is on his roster is just from um, Usual Suspects. And then maybe the Star Wars player is from Swag. But, like, that's the thing. It's all about how you manage it because will um, Winston want to keep Lon? Will he want to keep Zipper? Because he made a big deal last year that he wanted his friend to be on the same team. So I don't know. We don't know. The future is uncertain for Swag. That is for certain. Oh yeah, uh, but Paige for Betty is somebody who's where where she fits is going to be interesting. Um, I, I I I'm guessing rock stars, mm. depending on how Roxy, because the rock stars like that imploded halfway through the season. Mm-hmm. You know, like the the splitting of certain teams and um, just the draft didn't really go her way last year. Oh, I like this idea. Paige the Paige den. Goes to the den. I actually have a different suggestion for Paige. I think Paige could, because the way I'm looking at it, I see the Kaiser situation and the Adam Witt situation to be like something where they're going to go head to head against each other. And I could see Paige going to the fan favorites. I actually think the fan favorites, I think the running joke this season will be Witt keeps trying to get his five and everyone keeps uh, saying, no, we're going somewhere else. And so it's almost like this running joke of wit has a faction, but he doesn't get players until the middle of the season. (laughs) I mean, that would be an interesting story to play. And that's, 
Yeah, it would be, even though, based off of what I saw on POV, it seems like he already had some, there's one person that's already a certainty where it's like, no, I want to play with Adam. And that's just watching POV. But since we're sort of done with um, the, 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 not the fan favorites, the usual suspects and Sam, I forgot what Sam's faction was called for a moment. <laughs> We're gonna move shame, on to then move on to Koi and the quirky merch, which he confirmed that he is keeping keeping Shazam, which is William Bibiani and Brendan Meyer. He's keeping Andrew DeMolanta, and he is adding Brandon Hanna with the new nickname of the Hornet. He has offered Lishan and Miller a position, and he isn't keeping Kevin Smith, but will be advising him for his matches. So overall, Luke, you're in my opinion, you're the quirk, quirky Merck shill on this um, team. What are your thoughts on all the things that are going on in the quirky Mercs? I mean, the biggest travesty of them all, Jesse Swift, is not being kept. I know. <laughs> you know, <laughs> look, Jesse, you don't, it's okay. It's okay because you're on my faction. That's all that matters. <laughs> it doesn't, though. He's on the showstoppers. He is a showstopper, <laughs> and that's all that matters. I will say Jesse I'm right excited now. to see him really get his his time to shine as a rogue. I think mm -hmm. he's going to really show show how good he is this season as a rogue. I hope he's a rogue, honestly. Um, but I think this season, I think Koi, other than getting rid of Jesse Swift, I think he made the right decisions in this one. Keeping Including the, this one? Surprise, no Josh for the yes, that was but here's the thing we've got to remember with that as well. We don't know Josh's schedule. True. So <laughs> Are the show's covers give me they, any match. Well look, they gotta let me know. I'll contact look, my people will call your people. There's gonna be a lot of that going around this season. Our people <laughs> contacting their people. Oh yeah. <laughs> But uh, no, I think uh, I think it was the smart choice. I like the idea of Kev I like the idea that Kevin Smith or Smith is not a just in a faction, but he's just going to play for Koi whenever he can. Mm -hmm. And so, I, I think that was a good idea. I, I really do. I think that that was pretty smart. It makes Kevin Smith not needed for the faction, but it's a fun match when you see Kevin Smith. Yeah. Um, and, and so then you've got uh, Josh is in New York. Might be hard for him to get to L.A. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. where my thoughts are. Um, and with the loss of the Digital League, I think we may lose some big names like Horowitz and Walter Hauser. Yeah. Jesse coming yeah. in with the knowledge. Insider yeah, I knowledge. Agree. Um, I The ones that are interesting, adding, I mean, getting Andrew DeMolanta is super important, but we don't know mm -hmm. what Star Wars is going to look like. That's the thing that I think a lot of people are – kind of forgetting about star wars is going to look completely different this season we're probably star not going to get a lot of star wars matches IG yes are going to look because it seems like based off of everything that they've been talking about christian is going to be putting a lot of focus on singles and teams ig and star wars sporadic sort of like prior like how it used to be right and so i think a lot of people is putting a lot of emphasis on star wars which I don't blame them with how hyped and everything was for Star Wars this season. I think I think a lot of the factions need to kind of say, well, if we don't get a Star Wars player, we'll be okay. But mm -hmm. I think they'll all end up with good Star Wars players. But um, 
And so then asking for Liz Shannon Miller is great. I think she would be a great quirky Merc, but I just don't know what she's going to do leaving, leaving um, Ethan. That, yeah, that's that's the question. Like if Liz decides to join the quirky Mercs, then it's team, then team hats have been split up. Yeah. We have two halves of one hat. And we're not going to be able to fix it. I thought you but, said hacks at first. I'm like, damn, no, Eli. Like, like that's like, like hacks. And then the then the fi- final thing, which I think is honestly genius, because I I like this choice, even mm-hmm. though Jesse probably doesn't. Sunny um, side up. Ha- yep, having uh, Brandon Hannah join the Quirks because I think for the past two seasons, I think Brandon Hannah did not feel comfortable on the stars or where was he again burning droogs burning droogs i couldn't remember what that one faction was I no mean, one remembers that no, no one remembers. only me i'm the only one you're the one droog so, show no it's the i am a perfectionist i need to know everything about i need to have the knowledge i literally so, have a list of ev- all the rosters of each season so i think brandon hannah better than me is uh first off <laughs> hornet more like hornet <laughs> jesse's just bitter in the chat he's salty yeah. he's salty <laughs> which i don't blame him i don't blame him either but i think brandon ne- brandon needed to be on the quirks because he needed a, a a character change if you go watch his channel he's released some videos where he's really focused on science and really focused on like the science and movies and he's incredible like I mean, like when you listen, it's just like such intelligence and he's he can really do well on the mic and well on camera. So I think that was great. Also, the question from Flickin' Rail, are, are the re- re- Rejects Rover gone? I think you're not getting the, rid of the real Rejects. They'll be back. Mm-hmm. You're, you're going to have them for fun matches. I mean, it would be a loss to lose the real Rejects. I mean, yeah. especially with their outreach i mean <laughs> if i if i'm not mistaken um i want to see jesse swift versus brandon hannah inner geekdom book that right go. now i um, want to look, see that's it. the story that's the, that is the story we need to just like take screenshots of this entire chat and just send it to christian like hey look here's your first story yeah. Go. I think Koi should have gotten Amaru instead of Brandon. I don't. I don't think. I don't think Amaru. Amaru's got a edge to him that I don't think Koi does well with. Well, if you <laughs> match in my blood. Well, I mean, if you remember, Andrew had an edge when he joined the Merc, so it's he can he can smooth out those rough edges because yeah. that's what Koi can do. And since you've talked a lot, you quirky Merc Shield, we're gonna go over to Audrey. Any any thoughts on all of this? <laughs> I feel so lost. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Well was... <laughs> we we got a major in the chat here. When Jim takes the mic for the tenth announcement. <laughs> well, look, Major Harper, 
Uh-oh. General Mulligan hasn't said anything yet. Her video hasn't gone up, so I'm sorry if we can't talk about it. But if you, you have, have to any... watch your tone, Eli, look, to... I'm oh. look, oh, look, I'm just saying, Major Harper. If you have any inside knowledge, drop them in the chat. Here, so assuming um, Amaru wasn't snatched before Koya had a chance. That's true. that is interesting that too. Here, so um, Audrey actually uh, DM me her thoughts on this, and I'm gonna reiterate <laughs> them right here. All right, nice. Um, so. The um, according to the message, Shazam and, and Andrew D. Melanta are not staples. Like, mm-hmm. of course, you're going to keep them within your faction. Like, Shazam is the best team of all time, regardless of what any chairman says about the Patriots. I understand. I like this is coming my words now. I get why Christian wants to keep the Patriots at a, on a on a pillar because that was like the first real crazy good team. And I understand, but teams has been the hardest it's ever been the last few seasons. And Shazam has what two losses and they've won like 15 or something like something. Yeah, nuts, like, right? It's yeah, insane. Crazy. So Shazam. Great. Now back to Audrey's words. Andrew <laughs> DiMolanta, former star Wars champion. Yeah. He, he has a few stumbles. He has a loss recently to one major Thomas Harper in the chat, but Andrew's not going anywhere. We're going to get mm-hmm. to Nikki in a little bit. Brandon Hanna needs to just do something different. Because like what mm-hmm. I believe, Eli, you said it. It's not like Brandon didn't translate into this new IG. And especially character wise, once we went digital, it just didn't work. And Liz Shannon Miller, I'd be surprised if she left Ethan. But I'm... I'm look. I'm holding out hope to see what other changes are made um, within other factions to keep Ethan and Liz together potentially. But if Liz goes solo, then I'd understand. Plus, it, it'd be crazy. What if the Mercs had two teams and it was Lightning Time and Shazam? Just throwing that out there. That would be crazy. Potentially, potentially. I know. Well, and remember, numbers. and remember what Christian said at the very beginning of all of this. Which Chris, you were very good at articulating Audrey's words. Thank you. Um, it was but, a long message. I had to condense it. Yeah, but Christian <laughs> she, said she talks a lot. She talks so a whole lot. Why? <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Did we lose Eli? I think we lost Eli, but at least oh, it's no. a good screen. Oh wait, yeah. am I back? Yes. Yeah, you're back. Okay. Well, I was what I was trying to say before the weather decided to take over was that. Yeah. Um. Christian said that players can be rogue, but they can still be working for a manager, just not being managed in a part of that faction. So we don't know. That could be what Lightning Time decides to do, like where they're not officially part of a faction, but Koi is sort of like maneuvering the ship, sort of like how Kevin Smith, he's going to do with Kevin Smith. Yeah, that's the, the, no pun intended, the, the murky part about factions, right? Mm-hmm. I, I know, at least I hope, we stray away from faction titles because of everything you just said, Eli. Like that, to me, that's like, oh, Koi can just advise another competitor, but it's not on his faction. That seems very weird to me. Mm-hmm. And even if it is Kevin, like I get it, it's Kevin Smith. Oh my God, it's Kevin Smith. But it's still pretty off and weird. And it's hard to explain, but that's I guess that's the best way to go about it. Because then why wouldn't everybody do it? Then what was the point of disbanding 10-person factions at that point? Yeah. 
But on getting rid of the faction championship, hopefully, or any type of faction thing, we saw how that happened twice. It barely, it, we barely squeaked out of it. Let's just mm-hmm. go back to what was before, like the OG Lions. Then, um, you mentioned Eli, the murky mercs, the, mur- the murky quirks. I, I called them, I think, uh, Spinfinaria last week or in my notes somewhere, I called them the, the murky quirks, and I just got through that. <laughs> so now it's murky mercs, <laughs> yeah. Now it's the murky mercs. I mean. Because Jesse is just bitter in the chat. Yeah, very. Like, Jesse, you're gonna do great, dude. And if folks, if folks are out there questioning Jesse Swift, go watch this match with Robert Parker. He he took one of the best inner geekdom players right now that's been held on the pedestal ever since he joined the league, and took him all the way to the damn end. So just keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. And well, if something- you're doubting go Jesse Swift, go watch Spin from the Reels. Watch along to Jesse Swift versus Jacob Wittenhaven. Oh my. <laughs> Mark B. Merck. Don't watch that match. Jesse goes that. to the star. Actually, that would be interesting. Jesse on the stars. That would be. Well, I'd like that. That would be fun. Seeing because so, they don't have an IG player right now. So, all right. So, I do have a question for y'all because uh, as we keep going, I honestly feel like I know with the factions and everything else this past season, did you really care too much about the faction championship in the end at the end of the season or did it almost feel like an afterthought i cared about it when like middle of the season when it honestly could have been up to three factions but then once it got on and you started to notice like oh it's only between these two that's when i was like "Mm, i could care less I, I could care less who wins because it's going to be either that person or that person. When it was up in the air midway through the season, when it was like, oh, it could be the suspects or wait, it could be the dungeon. Oh, wait, it could be the Mercs. Oh, it could be the Finsight Exchange. Like when there were like four people vying for the top spot, that's when I was like, oh, this has just got serious. But then once it just came down to the final two, that's when I was like, oh, yeah, it's it's weird. Like the, I remember the first season, I was so invested in the faction thing. Like, um, I was such a corruption show, and I still am. I love corruption. But the first season, the first time they did it, season seven, great, loved it. Season eight, I don't know. But again, piggybacking off what Eli just said, or if anything, the inverse of what you just said, Eli. Once it got down to the exchange and the corruption, that was the most invested I was all season. I was, mm. I'm not, I'm not, the, I'm not a numbers guy. I don't mm. try to keep all that stuff like just in the back of my brain because it's, I, it's just not who I am. I know a lot of other folks in the space are they, they're great with the numbers. Geez, we have a guy on on on, a, on another show whose last name is Numbers. Yeah, but I, I was so invested in the. If this person wins this tournament match, they're going to get this amount of points. That'll put this team in front of this team and whatever, whatever. And that's when I was most invested. So if mm. anything, the last few months, I was just waiting and waiting. And then the day Spectacular came and I wore my my Finstock Exchange shirt. It all blew up in my face. Yeah, so, it did. It, it also it blew up. When Parker goes perfect plus a steel rip. The, uh, I do not know this question. I do not know if the, uh, the corruption get their prize. I do not know. Uh, I have no idea. No. And I, I love this. Alex can be the heart of the stars, and I'll be the left kidney. Maybe useful, maybe expendable. <laughs> Jesse, you 
you're being you're being salty, but then you're being self-deprecating. You gotta you're, choose. You're our one. heart. You're, you're the Galaxy Geeks heart. You can have my heart, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> like that's 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 this is all yours, dude. But anyway, going so Jesse doesn't have to be as salty anymore. We're gonna w- go away from the quirky mercs and onto the dungeon. Who they've only got two fully confirmed members on their faction. Kaiser has only officially announced that Kevin Smith and Nikki DeMolanta will be a part of the dungeon. However, he has offered Dan Merle and Ben Bateman, ben Bateman a chance to stay together as Danger Zone. However, there is a caveat. The caveat is that they must win their first match together to get an automatic number one contenders match. If they lose at all, they will be forced to leave the dungeon and play elsewhere. So you hear all of that. You hear... Kevin Smets and Nikki DeMolanta. Great. They got their IG and their Star Wars down pat. However, with the Dan- Danger Zone caveat, what what is going to happen with the dungeon? Whoever talks first gets to go. It's a hell of Audrey, a caveat. Go ahead, Audrey, please. Uh, Nikki DeMolanta. That's just a fun name to say. DeMolanta. <laughs> <laughs> she seems cool. Um... Ben Bateman, I recognize him because he is on my fantasy league. Oh, that's right. That's a good pickup. Hold on. I have the pictures. Let's show it. There he is right there at the bottom. There's a reason why he's at the bottom. Wow. (laughs) Can you pull it back up? Let me me see it again. Can you pull it back up? I saw one pesky rager. Yeah. That's a good squad. Hey, but it's not as good as mine. (laughs) <laughs> a lot of Star Wars, dude. Look, I two, got... three. Do we? Do I have didn't have any Star Wars. I have yep. one. <laughs> wow, three drastically different teams. Yes, Holy. I remember when we were doing that. We were like, Luke, you don't have any Star Wars players at all. Yeah, Eli took them all. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> and then Audrey took the best one, or one of the best ones. I don't I see Danger a, Zone staying together. I had no. help from Jess, so that was yeah. a big help. <laughs> Parker and Hoey are, are pissed about Kaiser not having them. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, though, all right, let me, uh, um, picking off of uh, Audrey, um, I don't think Parker should be upset because I think Parker has moved past Kaiser. I think Parker needs a very strong manager. I think Kaiser works really well with 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 Smets because they're best friends, but I don't know if Kaiser is the best manager. We've seen the past two seasons. He this past season he missed a lot of matches. Wit had to take up a lot of the slack. Mm-hmm. And his major team, the the A team, the super team, did not do very very well in the end. And so Honestly, I think Parker needed someone else. I think Parker needs someone who is going to put a fire under him because it seems like with Parker, he gets to the very end so close to victory and just loses. And it, it came just... down to one question at Spectacular. But he one still question. lost. And that's all that matters when it comes to the showdown. And so I think he needs someone who I don't think he needs a wit. I think Parker needs someone who is going to help him get better and better 
I do like the idea of maybe him going to a Kate or even a Roxy. No, he can't go to Kate. Kate's taking Saul. Oh, yep, 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 yep. Um, Parker can go to Dagnino. I don't, I don't think Dagnino is going to work with Parker as well either. Mm-hmm. If I if I were Parker, I think I would go. If I, were, if I were Parker, I would, I would wait. I would wait a little bit to see if there's a new manager that pops in in the next few weeks. I mean, we we don't know, but I could see another manager popping in because they keep talking about more managers. I'd wait for Parker. Mm-hmm. I'd wait if I were Parker. I'm going to bring this question up. With Nikki and Smets being beloved by the community, does this mean they're a face faction? Yes. I Okay, so I don't think... Just because you have two people that are beloved doesn't mean the entire faction is face. I look at it as those two competitors are faces, and they're going to be loved by everyone. It all depends on the other players that Kaiser puts on. In my opinion, if, if Ben goes back to Kaiser in the dungeon... That entire argument of that faction as a face is out of the window. I honestly, I I don't think Ben and Dan should go to the dungeon. I don't. neither do I. I. Think, I don't want I Danger think, Zone to be back together. I literally by the end of the season, I was like, no, I'm done with you two. I think no. I would rather have. Um, I would rather see. I actually would like to see Ben Bateman on in the den. I I really would. That's uh, they're trying. They're leaning into the heel, and I think Ben Bateman going for Kate would be incredible. And we don't have and Paige for Brady has not been picked up yet. So thinking of Paige for Brady in the den with Ben Bateman, that heel plus you got that the the connection between Thomas Harper and for Brady already. So those two would work really well together, especially in scenes. So I that's the route I would go. Shake things up, change it up, Luke. I think you're on to something. So, I also don't want Danger Zone to go back to to the dungeon. I don't. Uh, but to answer the question, Brian, does it mean they're a face faction if Nikki and Smets are there? No, it doesn't. That I I would love to see Smets revert back to what the Smasher used to be. Um, <laughs> Thomas, I I wouldn't expect anything less from you, <laughs> but. Um, yeah, just because Nikki and, and Kevin are there does not mean they're face. If anything, I, I would like them to turn heel and be a heel faction. Really talk about switching things up. Like, imagine after Kevin's first match, which we'll get into later, like, oh my God, uh, we, we love Kevin Smith or Kevin Smith. Like, if he wins or loses, like, at least you're back, brother. At least you're back. And then he's like, no, like, all these expletives. Bang, bang, bang. I'm here with Kaiser. We're just going to be, we're going to smash the league again. But, like, we're going to smash the, like, smash through the fans first. And it's like, what? Word? And I'm, it's to be this whole thing. But I I would love to, to them, I would love for them to be heels, personally. Per- Especially well, Nikki. I think Nikki has it in her. Personally, though, I actually don't think I would do that with Kevin Smith. Uh, Smet, Smet. Oh, they won't. I think, they won't. Well, the reason <laughs> I think my... I think at this point it's impossible to do that with Smets because of everything he's been through, everything that the fans have been doing to help him. Like, there is no way you turn Smets heel ever again. Like, Basically, he is forever I, what, face now. What I think Smets is, I, I consider him like the Rock in wrestling. 
right now where when the rock went into really big acting they uh he became very beloved and smets has become so beloved because of everything he's gone through and i and i think even kaiser yes he's got heel tendencies but he's not a full heel he the reason why is because when you see him with his competitors you see his heart on his sleeve and how much work he puts into these people and that's not a heel feeling. That's not the bad guy. You don't feel like that's the bad guy. You feel like, wow, this guy really cares about his, com his competitors. And so I think you turn the dungeon into a face. You really, or tweeners. But mm -hmm. I would bring Ben. I would not put Ben on there. I would leave Dan. I think Dan works with the dungeon. I, I, well, or or Brian Wick. mentioned it here. Um, Dan and Del Rio together. That would be, that'd be awesome. I think Dan... Like the that. problem with um, here's my problem with uh, Danger Zone. Dan is not a heel, and no matter what Dan does, you just don't see him as a heel. Ben is. Ben needs someone who he can work off of, he can act with, uh, act against. When you go back to those early action guy days, he was able to really show his acting chops with Andrew Guy, and you saw it. He can't do the same thing with Dan. Dan is Dan. Dan's great, but he's not this heel personality. And he wouldn't want to be because he's got to keep an image for his YouTube channel as well. So I don't know. I, I, I think it would be beneficial to see those two split. And it would be incredible to hear when Kate goes up, we've got Ben Bateman. Because remember, last season... Kate and Ben were really close to making a decision to be on the team. Mm -hmm. And how crazy would people go if instead of Kate, Kate Mulligan announcing the players this season, you had Thomas Harper and Kate both popping in and announcing all the players? Because well, it sounds like Thomas is really taking over. Yeah. The but like, not only that, I could see it being how if they don't go into Thomas and Kate doing it together, if Kate is doing it and she says, Oh, I have Thomas Harper. Oh, I have Saul, but I have one more person that, you know, instead of telling you, let me just introduce him to you. And then Ben just walks in the frame. Or you just hear his laugh. Yeah. That too. Seeing Ben Bateman with that already uh, dangerous threesome, right? With Kate, Saul and, and Thomas. And you yeah. add Ben Bateman into that. That's like a that's a that's that's a hell of a team to establish yourselves as going into this this new den that dumped everybody at spectacular, and you're just starting over. You kept you kept your your two pillars, yeah, and you're adding some new faces. I like the for Betty choice going into that. I like the idea of Ben like being like, hey, like like you got the best of me, upset of the year, right? But what if we teamed up? And then, boom, that's how you bring Patriot Betty into all this. Or we do a major twist that no one's talked about. Like, you get Ben in, and she says Paige, and, but she says Paige as her sing, like, for singles. And then you have Ben, who's like, oh, I'm the team's guy, so, so who's my partner going to be? And then on the other side of the camera, you just have Andrew Guy walk out. <laughs> Team oh, action together for the don't day. Don't tease me like that. Don't I know, but just it. imagine if that's I what it was. OG Team Action is my favorite team ever. It's the reason why, it's a big reason why I love this so much. 
and like this whole thing because they were the worst. Like they were a good team, but they, they were, were terrible the people. Worst. <laughs> yeah. And they, they were like awful. Um, Audrey, you said you were, you were newer to the Schmodown. Um, one of the best entrances the Schmodown has ever seen was uh, team action. Got uh, Andrew guy and Ben Bateman versus late to the party and late to the party are, were these reactors. They reacted to Schmodown a lot and they actually competed in the Schmodown a few times. And, guy and ben they just like they're they were mocking them in their entrance like oh we're reacting it's one of the best entrances ever and that was just like an that was just a taste into what they brought into the showdown and to see them again in this league this new league how it's everything's evolved since it would be incredible am i gonna hold my breath until it happens no i'm not but I would love to see them team up again. If, if they're, if Andrew Guy and Ben Bateman and Paige for Betty join this den, uh, I will order all the den merch I possibly can. <laughs> you will turn into. I'll max um, out my credit cards. You will turn into the den show of Spin from the Real. Yeah, yeah. We we unfortunately we lost ours. So oh, here we go. <laughs> oh, here we go. Let me let me see it. I haven't seen this in a while too. Let's hope we don't get in trouble. Yeah, Collider's going to um, flag your channel. <laughs> it's all right. Sorry, they I'm already have. One defeat. No, this, this song is going to flag you. Oh, team action! What's this now? What's this now? Okay. So they got their chairs. chairs. What are they doing? bringing out chairs. Okay, this is okay. Well, I don't know. There's a computer with them, too. They're sitting. Oh, wait a minute. What? Oh, oh, they're high fiving. They're, they're high fiving. Now, I think. What's next? Oh, they're reacting. They're reacting. Oh, they're making. They're making. And look, and you got Robin. Now he's making a little fun, too. Team action, really throwing it out. I'll tell you what. The best part is that they almost lost that match, too. That's what. That's the greatest part of that. Mm-hmm. Audrey, so, what's your thoughts on that one? We're reacting. <laughs> I know that answer. It's so Luke. Funny. We should do that for our channel for reactions. We're reacting. <laughs> so, Thomas love, Harper, you're it. in. You're in the chat. If we haven't helped give you some suggestions, I hope. I hope you take our suggestions into consideration. Anyway, moving away from the dungeon. is ready to welcome you with open arms. You already know. (laughs) So, moving on, we have the Finsock Exchange, Bobby Gucci, Tom Dagnino, whatever name you want to give him. Um, He has only filled in four spots. And he was very like, no, these are my my core four. And they are the Barbarian, which I'm assuming is singles, Griffey Nooms and King Khan together as a team, and Gold Leader. Those are the core four of the Finsock Exchange. No IG competitors selected yet. And that's the interesting part, unless you go to the Barbarian's Twitter where he says Elvis is the fifth member. Um, when it comes to this team, like I looked at it and I was like, oh, I'm not shocked. I'm not shocked that at least these four were going to be your core four. So, yeah, I'm I'm not shocked at this. I'm The only thing I'm shocked about is they didn't find a person for the fifth. Yeah, I'm surprised JT isn't back with Finstock. 
I'm not. Here's, some, here's something interesting. I'm shocked that we're not getting um, Rick Rager Radis. That mm. he's three and zero. That I mean, done and dirty Rick Radis. I mean, think of the the storylines that he was bringing in. Think of everything that was going on with that. I losing Rick Radis is massive. Look, Daddy-O, it is, it is a travesty. <laughs> Wait, who has Rick Radis? I think Audrey does. Yes, Audrey has Rick Radis. So Great selection. He I was mean, near the bottom of the selection pool. Still a selection <laughs> nonetheless. There are, there's yeah. some notable names that y'all were missing off of off of those slides. Oh, but, we, we, uh, know. we know. Like video but, Drew. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, she's, and she's playing this week. Second, first match of the year. Yeah. But um, the exchange, again, like... Eli said, I'm not surprised. Griffey Nooms, uh, he was the breakout star of last year, undoubtedly. King Khan, incredibly underrated still and slept on. I, lo- I love me some King Khan. The Barbarian's going to be a staple of the exchange going forward. He was so crucial to what they did last year, so I'm not surprised he stuck around. Gold leader, one, one letter. One letter, and we could see a whole different Star Wars division going into the back half of 2021. Mm-hmm. So, don't tell Tom that. Yeah, mm-hmm. what? And Gold well, Leader's losses here. are tournament finals. So, yeah. he's gotten darn and, close. Like, Gold Leader is only just a f- one or two points away from getting a title match. So, I won't be shocked if early on in the season. He get like his first match is a number one contendership match, honestly. And then it goes into a title match against Thomas. Because we all know we want gold leader Harper too. We all want oh, yeah. that. That is I think even the Schmodan realizes like, oh no, that's the match that we need to start booking forward because that's gonna be a major match. And no pun intended. Nice. Um, um, but yeah, th- this faction doesn't surprise me. Again, it's going to be interesting to see who they choose as their IG competitor. Honestly, that's going to be the interesting conversation moving forward. If so, due to timing, let's let's go ahead and move towards Shannon because we've also yeah. got a well. Uh, well, again, match. there's one more. Adam Witt. He's creating well, his own faction known as the Fan Favorites. He currently has no players. Do we have any predictions on who he wants? On who? Paul Preston. Paul Preston was Please. one of these. According to POV, Molly Damon really wants to be on the fan favorite. So that, that Paul Preston and Molly Damon, right there. Those are your first two. You got a singles and you got a Star Wars. There you go. I just honestly, I like the storyline where he doesn't get anybody till the midseason. I and he's just fighting that. I mean, that's a great idea, mm-hmm. honestly. That'd be funny. If because that, if, if I yeah. felt that way in his in his interview, it's like I don't know who I'm getting. It's like. It'd be funny if you just kind of were fighting for people the whole season and and it's finally by midseason you get a faction. But he gets like this incredible faction of just yeah. whoever is just floating around. That'd be pretty rad. All the rogues. Like Jesse of, Swift. Like I almost said Robert Parker. It was like, no, that would have taken out Jesse Swift. No, no, yeah. It'd probably be Robert. Yeah. Jesse, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Well, Brian thinks the fan favorite. Yeah. yeah. I mean, possible JTE, but let's go on to next. Next is Shannon, and this is the last one of the managers. And Mm -hmm. she confirmed that she's keeping Marisol, of course. She's Mm -hmm. keeping Mike, of course. She's keeping Chance, of course. She's bringing Laura Kelly back to Star Wars, of course. 
But then she said the fate of Adam Collins is in the air because he didn't do what she wanted him to do last year in singles or in teams. So what is everyone's thoughts? <laughs> love you, Chris, <laughs> Matt. <laughs> no, I love Matt. Um, but in regards to this, in regards to the corruption thing, now, uh, Brian, I know he was giving me flack in the chat earlier for my choice of T-shirt at, or at, um, at Spectacular. Now, let the record show that I wore my corruption shirt uh, the night before Spectacular. We got more. We got another we bot. Got oh, hello, bots. <laughs> um, but th this was what I expected. Laura Kelly's a surprise. Um, Adam Collins. Hey, was that, sh was that Reddit leaker on the something? And <laughs> I... <laughs> I, I'm thinking that Collins will still end up with corruption. I think it'd be a big mistake to split up deception. Mm -hmm. But to a lot of folks, deception wasn't worth it, um, especially with what they were doing and the record as a team. Um, but it'd be weird to split them up because they lost a few. I think they have a technical, like technically they have a losing record. It's still two of the best singles players on the team together. Let's, yeah. let's, let's pump the brakes on the deception slander. But who knows? We're bringing stories back, and I wonder what the story is behind Adam Collins. I don't know. I mean, I could honestly see the story being Marisol trying to convince Shannon to bring Adam back, but then Shannon constantly saying, like, what did he do for me last year? He didn't do much. You, Chance, Mike, you're the ones that did stuff for, did stuff mm -hmm. for me last year. Yep. He didn't do it, so why should I bring him back? And, like, that could be the story of Marisol yeah. trying to convince Shannon. Well, here's the thing, too. The story could be, why would Adam want to go back? It, you got shade from your manager. You, any manager would pick up Adam Collins. Mm -hmm. Yes, he had a bad season, but that doesn't... It's normally your sophomore season normally goes bad, and then your junior season, you come right back. So why in the world would he go back to Shannon when he she just gave him shade? So um, if I were him, I wouldn't go back. You're not wrong. <laughs> but the the reason is because of Marisol McKee. Hey, it, here here's what I if I were Shannon and what, if I were Collins, first off, I would not go back to to corruption with the shade. Also, no. I would get Marisol with a a teams player, a woman teams player, and you have an incredible women's team that come up because we we always need more women women joining this or being strong in the schmodown and so what i would do and i i don't think this would happen but this is what i'd want i if i were shannon i'd be fighting to get janine you read my mind marisol <laughs> That's and exactly janine. what i was thinking think of that team together I'm telling you that sh that Reddit leakers onto something. That's what the that's what the leakers said. Could Janine yeah, go to? I'd be okay with it. But at the same time, the leakers said Griffey Nooms wasn't playing, and here he is, and here he is playing. Valid, valid. Rumor train. This was a leaker. What? Um, um, um. <laughs> no, but, but no, I would say with Roxy from Leo. If Janine can go to rumor train corruption, then yes, that'd be pretty rad. Adam Collins is going to go somewhere. He's not yeah. going to not play. He's not going to be a rogue, whatever. Uh, he's not going to play solo. He's He'll go with Adam Witt. He'll go with Swag. He'll go with whoever. Someone well, Roxy, will pick him up. Or Roxy. Someone will pick yeah, him up. Yeah, Roxy oh, needs a good. singles player. Roxy and Collins would be a great team. And pretty yeah. rad. 
nice contrast of personalities. Oh, yeah, yeah, especially and think of the shade that it would bring to Shannon when Shannon and Roxy are always the two people that are feuding against each other, and then Adam just like, all right, you're you're gonna do that to me. I'm gonna go over to your biggest rival. And what if Adam plays with Janine? I mean, Janine look had a at that great 2021, incredible, exactly. best season ever. Almost won the team's title. Single, I would arguably say, single-handedly, almost won the team's title. And with the momentum that she had, she if she could have beat if she would have beaten Marisol, she would have one hundred percent probably taken that singles belt as well from Ethan with the momentum that she had. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, then, I'm willing to put money on it. Like, and so, I was ready for her to be the victor of the tournament. Like I was behind Janine a hundred percent during that tournament. I was the one saying that she was going to win, but then she had to lose the barbarian. So in saying that, let's go ahead and move on to our predictions for the the preview for this. The reason why we named this episode this. Let's go yep. ahead and look for the this coming up week. What's your thoughts? What's your excitement levels? And and let's start with Audrey because uh, she's new. And oh, what, what's your thoughts? Hold on. Before we get it, because I have the notes up, I need to say but, the first uh, match will be the Wildberries with a record of three and five with one TKO. We must remember they have a TKO versus Video Drew and Claudia Dolph. Now we may begin to discuss. Audrey, what's your thoughts? Uh, just in general of your excitement for this week. My excitement for this week, I need some education because I, like <laughs> Lucas had given me homework to do. And like, I was like so excited. I was like, hey, okay. Um, I lost my train of thought. Sorry. Here's some wild berry matches. (laughs) Wild berries versus real rejects. That's all you need to watch. Like, I was watching uh, the Schmodown videos. I'm like, okay, I'm so excited. I'm going to educate myself. Then I'm like, they're saying all these names. I'm just like, just slowly crying inside because I'm like, Luke, Luke, I don't understand what's going on. (laughs) (laughs) Then he like sent me the. The clips that he made for when we did the episode with the fantasy draft. I'm like, oh, okay, I study these. <laughs> <laughs> Luke, you gotta be a better husband. Well, all right, let me ask you this, and this is something that I'm happy I pulled it up. What did you feel watching that that scene from the from the action guys going against the real rejects? The the one we just watched. What was your thoughts when you watched it? My thoughts. Yeah, yeah. What did you think of watching that that scene? <laughs> I loved it. See, that's what you're going to expect this season, okay. and I think, and I think that kind of feel, the excitement, that's what we're getting this season. And so, I think this this coming up week will be the perfect time to get you into the game. This yeah, is the I think perfect I'm, time. I'm gonna have a notepad ready. I'm just be like. All right, Luke, pause it. Okay, Anya, okay, okay, okay. Okay, do do these notes look good? (laughs) I'm sorry, Brian. I meant uh, late to the party. Oh, and also, this this is from the real ones of Cryptic. That's valid. valid. Love you, Shug. That's later. Love you, Shug. That's later. We're doing that later. All right. Um, Eli, what's your thoughts for this match? My thoughts on this match is that it's going to be one of the funniest matches to start out at any season ever and though i'm excited to see the wild berries back they're not winning they are not winning whatsoever 
Video Drew and Claudia Duff are, I'm not going to say they're going to destroy them. Going to say it's going to be a pretty big victory, though, because, yep, we all know. Unless the Makuga luck somehow gets in their favor, which it has helped them win many a matches, Video Drew and Claudia Duff, in my opinion, is taking the victory here. Because, I mean, Video Drew yeah. finally playing Makuga. Yeah. Finally, geez, it's been a minute. Um, Drew, seeing Claudia Dolph's name in this was surprising to me because mm-hmm. uh, we haven't seen her too much at all or haven't heard her name too much at all over the last yeah. few seasons. We only saw her once last year and she had a big victory. Right. So the fact that we're doing like, first off, like rogue tag teams, or uh, is that the technical term rogue? Is that how we're. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's rogue. Oh, man. Uh, so <laughs> we need to do our own faction just called Rogue Team. Yeah. That's just the faction. Or or the rogues. Right. Or just rogue, like um, you know, one of the better X-Men. X-Men. But the <laughs> the wild berries of it all, of course, I'm jazzed. Like seeing the wild berries come back was a great surprise and spectacular. I love Josh McCougo, one of my favorite personalities of the entire Schmodown. His mm-hmm. match with Elliot Dewberry, incredibly underrated. And way more competitive than it had any right to be. Versus the Taco Bells. Versus the Taco Bells. If you don't understand the Taco Bells reference, that's POV's official faction name, the Taco Bells. The Taco that's Bells. Funny. Oh my god. Now I can think of a good one for Spin the Real. Wait, do we need to think of one for ISG? Because I know it's not the Showstoppers. That's my personal one. Y'all need a Galaxy collective Geeks. faction name. Oh no, it's that it's the Galaxy Geeks. It's just that. We're the Galaxy Geeks. That's that they are faction. We are basic. Yeah, I don't want I don't want to well that's we'll talk we'll talk about Smith <laughs> later. Uh, but I also have Video Drew and Claudia Dolph winning this. And I wouldn't be surprised if it's handily. I don't mm-hmm. want it to be. Um hopefully, like what you said, Eli, that Makuga Luck or Elliot Dewberry, who's had great performances in the yeah. past. But I mean, it's been team, a minute since they since they played. I mean, Team ETC. Not many people like it's been a while. But Elliot team Carey ETC. ETC. Ricky yeah. was there. They were <laughs> a really good team. They beat some like very prominent teams in the past. So I mean, there's a potential for the Wildberries to pick up a victory. But I really think it's going to be Video Drew versus Claudia Duff. Luke, your prediction time. I think in this match. Hmm, this one's gonna be fun. I mean, just gonna be fun. I gotta go with Via Drew and Claudia Dolph just because I mean, don't get me wrong, I hope the Wildberries win. I'm rooting for the Wildberries. And the oh, fact course, that now we don't have course. and the fact that we're not having to worry about who wins and loses, we just gotta worry about our fantasy drafts. Yeah, it's kind of fun. This is kind of fun where it's just like well, we get to well, you two have to worry about it in the next match. True, but that's why like this match is just so much fun because it's like Wow, I don't have to try to predict. Oh, I want this person, this person. It's like, no, this is just fun. It's just a fun yeah. match to watch. This feels like the old Schmodown days. It. Yeah. This is exactly what we needed. I mean, it just. It's gonna be great. I cannot wait. So, I'm going with Theo, Drew, and Claudia. But I hope Wildberries because it's just gonna be a fun match. I miss this feeling. The riot that the Wildberries will ensue if they win. Like we'll feel that. Get the whiskey. The country. Just how, how drunk will they, they be? That's the question. Very. Buy their shirts. Put them back up. Tea public. Anyway, moving on to the main event. It's Chandru Dandapani, 7-3, and three, 
three TKOs versus Kevin Smith, who is six and two, one TKO, four KOs, representing the dungeon. Because Audrey and Luke have skin in this game, we're going to start with them first. Luke, who do you have and why? I mean, it's kind of a given because he's on my fantasy league, but I got to go with Kevin Smith. I, all right, first off, hey, Brennan. Hey, Brennan. Brennan Marr, hey. what's good? The FCO um, but, Star Wars champion in the chat. I think this is going to be incredible. I think this match is just going to feel good seeing these two play. I, I think, I think Kevin Smets has been practicing and training the whole time and keeping his mind sharp during his cancer treatments. I think Chandru is going to play great as well. But the last match he played, he got showed up. Like Mike, mm. Mike crushed him in that last match. I mean, it was embarrassing almost. And so, I think it's going to be interesting seeing Chandru go up. I'm curious if they don't throw a a manager with Chandru at the last minute. It would be interesting to see if they do that. Because I, mean, I mean, I mean, it would all depend, and that could be like a reveal on yeah. like, on for someone like, oh, this person's act. Oh, this is Chandru, and he's actually being managed by someone because he's on this faction. And then it gets the reveal of, oh, he's on Adam Witt's faction. Just to throw a name out there. Who I think Chandru should go to, and this would really make it the heel faction. I think you get Chandru joining the Finstock Exchange. Mm-hmm. And you oh, walk, my walk him goodness. up with Dagnino. I never think thought of that, about that. Think of that chaos. Those two and the scenes that they would do together. Yes, I do believe that Chandra does feel like a rogue, but I would love to see Chandra and Finstock working together. It mm-hmm. just their their chemistry would be off the chain. Seeing Chandra work with the rest of the Finstock Exchange would work so well because and it would really give the Finstock Exchange that. Not just Edge, but it also give it that finally they are the heel faction. Yeah. Because there's really not, if you think about it, a straight heel faction. Even, I mean, even if you looked at last year, sure, like the Finsock Exchange was trying to be pushed as the heel faction. But when you have so many rookies and as time goes on, the fans are just like, oh, no, I want to see all these rookies succeed because they're doing a lot of cool stuff that slowly loses the oh, they're heels and goes more into, oh, we love them. Yeah, so. like, that's why I say, if you had the Finstock Exchange pick up Chandru, that makes them the heel faction. It really mm-hmm. pushes them over the edge. It can really work a lot well, a lot better, because there really isn't, even like right now, I think Kate's faction's leaning heel, but even Thomas is, you've got to ch- teach the audience that Thomas is a heel. I mean, you, you have to, because yeah. Thomas has been... Thomas. Thomas is incredible. He right. jumps on all these shows. He's everywhere. I mean, pops on our show all the time. It's incredible. We love Thomas. But if that's Thomas the was still in the chat and he somehow tried to still go as a heel, we would all look at him. I was like, "No, you're a nice like, guy." Oh, Thomas. <laughs> that, thank you for trying. But that. But that's the thing. I think in in his they are really going to put a lot of emphasis. I think. I think Thomas. Uh, is going to work with trying to be the heel, per- heel persona this season. Mm-hmm. But I think you really need a straight-up heel, especially with storylines and stuff. And if Chandra joined the Finstock Exchange, 
it changes the game. It really yeah. does. I think it, and I think Chandra needs that manager. I think he really does to kind of level him out because I think Chandra sometimes overacts, like he gets um, he gets into his character and he does his character work, but it becomes a hindrance for his gameplay. Yeah, he goes full method with it, and I think that's what happened to him against Mike. Mm-hmm. So he needs a. And here's the thing: I don't think Winston was ever a good manager for Chandra. I mean, that's fair, especially when you look at Chandru with Winston compared to all the other members of Swag. He felt like a sore thumb, honestly, when you looked at all the other members of Swag. So, Audrey, you're the only other person with skin in this game. Who do you pick? Who do you want to win this match? I gotta go with Chandru. He's on my draft. (laughs) That's true. And remember, whoever wins this match, one of you is going to be getting two points. For this, for this. So you got to be hoping. So we got. Here, here's our point set up. Yeah. Regular season, this would be a two points. And um, and yeah. this is how it looks. It's going to be hilarious if if one of them loses via TKO or KO and one of you start out with negative points. You saw what happened with the Mercs last year. That yeah. just means you're guaranteed top, what, three places? Top three placement. So I mean, yeah, yeah, all here. Th- so it's already <laughs> no, right. a guaranteed top three placement. Yeah, but I'm I'm, I'm going to be starting at the bottom. So Chris, yes, who do you have winning, and why? So let me preface by saying, uh, both of these guys have something to prove, right? Like you mentioned, uh, Kevin Smets, Luke, that he he's been away for a while because he has to deal with his own personal demons, but. Uh, one of the last interviews that I got to do Shmodown wise was with Kevin Smets. And he said on multiple shows on multiple occasions that he was even studying IG when he was doing his, uh, his, his treatments. And when he, the sec, the second that he got the new IG list, he's like, Oh, guess I'm buying a bunch of new movies. Cause that's, that's the dedication that Kevin brought to this. I think that's why we all love him so much. But Chandru, he had – it wasn't an embarrassing loss. I don't want to make it seem like it was this This Brian mentioned guy, Merle, in the chat. I mean, it wasn't anything like that, but it was still pretty it, – it was Mike winning definitively. And after getting to talk to Chandru a couple times and just seeing how his brain works, he's another guy where he's in just – bring in and after taking the loss to Mike he almost has to win this match with Kevin he almost has to yeah the character stuff is is great and all with Chandru but for both these guys it's a must win and it sucks that one of them has to lose to start I I'm not gonna lie to you going into the show today I was leaning towards Chandru I was like I I thought that like Chandru just again they're playing in the studio and uh, Chandra's last match was in the studio and he feeds so well off of live crowd, regardless of how big of it, how big it is. But Kevin can't lose this. Mm-hmm. He can't. No. If anyone, like if anyone can afford a loss, it's Chandra and he'll be fine. But Kevin coming back and taking the loss to start the season, it'll be, it'll be the heartbreak that, we don't want to start season nine off of. I think Kevin knows that. So I, 
I am picking Kevin Smets in confidence. People doubted Mar when she played Chandra last year on her return, but we were proven wrong. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Chandra's faced some of the inner geek, some inner geekins best. You know, yeah. Mara, Mike. He's played Kevin Smets a couple times. He's had his number. You yeah. know. Yeah. So well, it's like this. This is this is their rubber match because when they first played against each other, Kevin won. When they played each other the second time, Chandru won. So now it's like they're both one one. This is going to be the sort of the deciding factor on who's the better of the two, unless they play each other again for like a fourth time. And but it's in studio this time, and that's the yeah. difference in the last well, match. It that was, was the thing. But their first match against each other was in studio, right? And that was when Kevin got the big win, right? Chandru got the win in digital, so everything has changed. So going into this, I was always stuck on one person winning. And I've been stuck on this person winning. The moment it was announced at Spectacular, I was like, oh, I know who's winning. Because that's just how I am. And I was looking at everything. Because I know I know one of the players personally. I know how they are when they study. I know, I know how they are. And that's why I'm picking Kevin Smith to win. I've been picking Kevin to win since it was first announced. And I... Man, I hate that Audrey's the only one that's picking Chandra, but, but the only it's, reason it's why... It's a coin toss. Honestly. Yeah. It really is, is It's closer than what people are making it out to be. Oh, yeah. yeah, this is a hard decision. I mean, this Honestly, is really hard. Because this is a three-point round, or three-point game, or three-round match, I could honestly see this match going into sudden death. And it's going to be... If it goes into sudden death, I'm not saying this is going to be a 51-50 situation, but it could be very close. Cause like, right. like that's how both of these players are. Both of them study their butts off to make sure they get victories. And this, and the way Kevin has talked about it, they were constantly pushing back their title match. So he would study, get ready, but then they would push back. So we'd have to like refocus this time. They were definitively like, no, this is when your match is and go. And he's just been studying. And I'm just, just when Kevin's in that mode, he's in that mode. The only time he was in the mode and he lost was against Mike. And that was because he overthought himself. And I'm, and I don't think ever since that moment, he would ever have that moment of overthinking himself again. And I think that's going to be the thing that helps Kevin get the victory. I don't think he's go, going to overthink any of the questions. I think he's going to know exactly what he's going to do. And it's going to come down to, either the last question or it's going to go down to sudden death. That's how this match is going to be determined. And I cannot wait for this match. And I hope everyone in the chat can't wait for this match either, because we have gone an hour and 15 minutes, one of Ooh. our longest shows, because we have a guest who loves the talk. That's you already all know. Can... Yeah. We so, had a lot to talk about though. I yeah, mean, it, it was I a mean, lot. All the announcements, all the matches. Oh, I mean, they... and we're, we're not going to be done. More announcements are going to be coming out as this week unfolds. And we're going to have more to talk about next week because not only are we going to have those announcements, we're going to have the recap of this pay-per-view and we're going to have predictions for the next few matches when they announce them. But with all that being said, Chris, thank you so much for joining us and 
like promote yourself where do oh. people follow you where can they find you go ahead the floor is so yours. um first of all thank you guys for indulging me and of course one of your longest shows is a show that i'm on um an <laughs> mo a lot of shows can also or a feather a lot of shows can also put their in their cap um you can follow me on twitter at the letter c anthony lopez um you can follow me on instagram at the letter c underscore anthony lopez you can catch me in about 15 minutes if you're watching this live on the Spinning from the Real, a Shmonal reaction show. Uh, I've been producing it for the past few weeks, but I'll be in the co-host chair tonight uh, with Allison Salamone and Matt Thomas. Uh, spinning that wheel, see what uh, the com- see where the conversation takes us. And you can catch my personal podcast, For Chris's Sake, F-O-R-C-H-R-I-S, apostrophe, S-A-K-E. Right now, I'm talking about euphoria, the best and worst thing in my life right now. So um, <laughs> that is something that I've been doing with my friend Jessica Nieves, and that will be out over the next couple of days. And I still have to talk about Boba Fett. That, that's something of a show. But <laughs> just follow me on Twitter, letter C, Anthony Lopez. I share everything I do. And thanks, guys, for inviting me. And hopefully, this won't be the last time we do a show yeah. again. Hopefully, oh, yeah. this, isn't, this, this won't be the last time, in my opinion. It, Definitely will not because I have plans for future segments that I want to try to have guests on to help us with that. But with how long this episode went, who knows if we're ever going to get to that segment. (laughs) Audrey, promote yourself. Where can people find you on the internet? I am on YouTube, Galaxy Geeks Audrey. Um, TikTok. It's Audrey Stuttered. And also my Instagram is GalaxyG... My Twitter is Galaxy G Audrey. All right, Luke, where can people find you? Just find me on the channel and find me at the Galaxy Geeks Twitter because I control it and Eli wants to strangle me because of it half the time. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. Chris knows reasons why. <laughs> basically, basically, if you see the Galaxy Geeks Twitter, that's me. So just, yeah. just so y'all know. And so uh, everyone, thank y'all for watching this. This has been fun. I can't wait till our next episode and you know thank y'all for getting us over to a thousand i mean yeah wow. congrats on a thousand subs yes. that's rad well, i cannot believe that again we didn't think so we'd do shocked. it in a year and that happened and you can follow me everywhere on social media at mr eli mac again you can follow the galaxy geeks on all the social medias at galaxy geeks el and go follow us on twitch at galaxy geeks channel again Everyone, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for a thousand subscribers. And I hope you all have a great rest of the day.